It's time to pull those belts tight, race fans. The Front Stretch is coming at you. Presented well, good morning by Joe's Carding fans, and, and Council Welcome Bluffs. to the Front Stretch, presented by Joe's Carding and Council now, Bluffs. Online at joescarding.com. Fast-paced, white-knuckle racing just across the river on 23rd Avenue. Get over to Joe's Carding today. Do a little family outing. It's a good good old time. to. If you're the parent, you can always whoop up on the kids. If you're the kids, you can try to whoop up on dad. I mean... I don't have a problem with you turning him if you need to. Just make sure Anthony Clark's not in the parking lot. Well, he's gonna he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna lap the field before you knew it. Uh, apparently, so uh, Tuesday night, December first, they did have a, a a final race before the break. They have no racing in December. I assume since Tuesday was December first, there was no racing. Well, and that's what we were told. I know. I that's again. I. Uh, I repeat what I am told, and I am wrong, and I'm the bad guy. But it, it is what it is. So, Buddy threw the uh, the the Carters for a little bit of a loop, and he expanded the track by about 17 feet. Apparently, turns one and two were a little bit more wide. Turns three and four were longer, but more of a hairpin. And qualifying time was around. So typical qualifying time before before to make the A was sometime somewhere around seven six. 7-7 seven, seven, would guarantee you getting into the feature. I was 8-5, eight, 8-9, eight, somewhere around there, I don't know. And with the new design, the kind of the time to shoot for was about 8-2, eight, 8-3. Eight, so it's a, it's a longer track, so a little bit more of a time. And uh, you can find the video on our Facebook page, uh, Buddy interviewing Anthony Clark, who, okay, you're sitting down, Dirk, you're, you're good to get, he won. No. Yes. <laughs> he won again. He must have designed the track. <laughs> the kid is, I mean, it's just, when I got to be there and watch him, he's just so good. I can't, I mean, literally, I, I've I've called out people on Facebook saying, you guys need to get out there. You're former kart racers. You could beat Anthony. Go beat him. And nobody will show up and beat him. Or they show up and they don't have a shot. They have a prayer. But... That's it's, where the word uh, former yeah, comes in. It's uh it's so it's it's rather interesting to watch. And Anthony won again. Now he's got two claim cards or two uh two bounty cards that if he doesn't draw he's I think he said if he doesn't draw top four, he's gonna use the bounty card and he automatically gets the pole because there's a bounty on him and he still won the race. So he got a bounty card, he automatically gets the pole if he wants to play that. He's got two of these things to use now in January, February when they wrap up the season. But uh, the the Slick Track Series brought to you by Dirt Track Bank and presented by Joe's Carding. I highly encourage everybody to get over to Joe's Carding. Take the family over. It is a fun, fun time. You don't have to have a driver's license to race there. If you're 14 years old and you got a learner's permit, I think you can get in. But if you're 13 years old and you pass the and safety course, <laughs> yeah, you pass the safety course, you can go and race. So it doesn't have to be just for the adults. Go out and have a good time. Joe'sCarding.com for more information. Hours, pricing, uh, specials, all sorts of great stuff. Joe'sCarding.com for more information. Today's show. We're going to go through some of the news and notes and uh, discuss some of the latest topics. There's not a lot that's happened since I since, since the, the last show on Sunday, but uh, we're going to cover the, the bits and pieces that have happened and get you up to date on any of that stuff. And then uh, we're going to sit down. We're going to continue our Ottawa Dragway Track Champions interviews. We're going to start off with Bo Sanders, which I just love that name. I don't know why. I just love that name. Bo Sanders is just a great name. You don't mean Adam Sanders? No, I mean Bo Sanders. And then we're going to talk, are you talking Adam Sadler? Sandler? Adam Sanders. Who's Adam Sanders? The guy that somehow got nicknamed Bo, remember? Oh, that's right. <laughs> well, Bo, Adam's not his name. 
He's he's very adamant about that. We're going to talk to Bo Sanders in turn number two. He's and then adamant turn about Adam? Yeah. He's turn number in turn number three. Our good buddy Don Freeze is going to join us. He actually showed up early. How about that? Well, he had to get ready for radio. And by what ready, we mean I think he had a couple of beers and some food. He had to wet his food. whistle. <laughs> yeah, as I just had to do. Don Freeze is going to join us in turn number three. We're going to continue those Ottawa Dragway Track Champion interviews. And then in turn number four, we're going to come back and get you set. Some nice news that's going to be coming out of the front stretch. we got some uh, exciting announcements. I didn't tell you about them yet. I'll tell you about them in turn four. <laughs> It's always great when I forget to tell the co-host what the show's doing. <laughs> yeah, well, I just I just take a nap over here. Not yeah. that big a deal. I mean, I missed last week. I can miss the fourth day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, last week was fun. I will never do a solo talk show. I hated that. Did you listen to it at all? I listened to about the first two minutes to where you pretty much explained what was going on and yep. that you'd flunked another test and uh, that you did enjoy the tests now, so you were going to go back weekly. They tickle. But... Uh, yeah, yeah, that's all I listen to. Yeah, I don't blame you. It's it's not. It's very very difficult to do a solo talk show. In fact, I don't know anybody out there that does a solo talk show. Nick's got TJ that 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 kind of chimes in every once in a while and can help out. And when the show's dull, I call yeah. in. And he's got callers. <laughs> we don't have that ability yet. We're working on it, but we don't have that ability yet. But anyway, so uh, yeah, last week's show was a little interesting, and uh, we're going to cover as many of the news and notes as we possibly can. Then Bo Sanders and Don Freeze are going to join us in turns two and three, respectively. We're going to come back and get you set with some big announcements and last-minute details in turn number four. How was your Thanksgiving, sir? Uh, short, yeah. but the food was good, and now it's all gone, finally. That was the, you know, do I eat leftovers for three days, or do I string it out and eat them for a week? Nope. <laughs> nope. They were gone, uh, finished them up on Monday, yeah. so things went pretty good. But I've got a little public service announcement I want to make. Uh-oh. Um, I mean, most of the people that know me and even that listen to the show and are casual acquaintances know I do dialysis. Mm-hmm. Um. They've changed laws. I've been seeing all these commercials for uh, these Medicare Advantage plans. I've been on Medicare for over five years now. Well, they've actually got coverage now for dialysis patients, which they'd never had before. So new government laws and Mm -hmm. stuff. I've got an option where I can get a policy that would be a big help to me with zero monthly premium, zero deductible. Do you have any idea what you pay right now? It's a policy I could never get before, so yeah. I, I don't have this policy. Okay. It's like a supplemental policy. Well, I, f- I assumed you had a premium or a deductible you had to pay each month anyways with uh, your current policy. Well, yeah, I've got Medicare. Medicare, yeah. uh, I'm not exactly sure what the premium is. I think it's like 144 bucks a month, mm-hmm. and the deductible's diddly squat. It's $180 or something, and then it's an 80-20 policy mm-hmm. with no max on the out-of-pocket. You know, um, But this is a policy that'll cover that 20%. And it does have a max out of pocket on uh, major medical stuff. It's like four grand. But I mean, it's got some, uh, it's got $1,000 worth of dental coverage. Don't cost me a dime. So I can go get my two teeth cleanings a year and my exams, you know, and won't cost me anything out of pocket. Hmm. And at 60 some years of age, you're not supposed to have any more dental work being done. So, you know, your teeth are what you got. There's uh, a free eye exam every year, which as you found out a couple of weeks ago, I started wearing readers a while back. So the. <laughs> The glasses are coming. It's yeah. just a matter of when. Right. And then they give you $100 towards the glasses. So you can go to America's Best and get two pair for $69 with that free eye exam. Uh, it's got a very minor drug coverage, but that's not a big deal for me either. But, I mean, that it doesn't cost me anything. That's great. 
you know, they've got another policy that costs 20 bucks, and uh, it's got uh, the co-pays are a little better. There is like a 45. There's no co-pay to go to my regular doctor. So like my physicals now will cost nothing. My yearly physical or if I get a cold and got to go get a, some drugs, not going to cost me anything. If I go to a specialist, I got a $45 copay. Yeah. That's the way it should be. I, it's, it is absolutely ridiculous, the racket that is the healthcare industry in this country. Well, this it, is, it, it should not be this profitable and this difficult to stay healthy in this country. Well, I asked the guy, you know, well, how does this go with, with no premium? Because mm-hmm. it's government subsidized. Mm-hmm. So, But it's all brand new. So anybody out there on Medicare... When you see that TV uh, TV commercial, and there's several of them out there, um, I think I went with select quotes, the one I called. And, uh, you know, there's stuff out there. If you need the help, you know, check into it. I mean, they've got stuff where you get free rides. I could get rides back and forth to my clinic and, and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm not worried about that at this point. That might happen down in the future, but hopefully I'll have a transplant by then. But, uh, like I said, just something I found out recently and wanted to share that news. Uh, that's great to hear. Uh, anything that can make progress in the uh, health department is always a good deal. Let's jump into some of the news and notes that have happened in the last, uh, well, couple of days since we last talked to you guys. We recorded on today's Wednesday, right? Yeah, we recorded on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the break has been difficult. Wednesday afternoon, and the Daytona 500 is set to have limited fan capacity. I'm looking through the article here on Jayski, and I'm not seeing an exact number. I would bet what's Daytona hold one thirty. I I don't know since they reconfigured it oh, since they took right. all the stands down in the back and stuff. I have no idea what it holds on the front. For some reason, I want to say it's one hundred four, but let me look it up. They probably haven't set a number yet. They probably, you know, the governor of Florida's probably agreed because he's been pretty loose on almost everything. That him and the governor from Texas. And so he's probably going to throw a, a decent, like, 50% number out there. Did you say Texas? I said Florida and Texas. Okay, okay. Because the Texas uh, governor's real big on not having any shutdown because of everything that's going on in Houston. Did you see those videos for Houston? Huh. Oh, they had some club called Spire that was just jam-packed with people the other night. And they show them in there. They're wall-to-wall, look like a, a one huge mosh pit, <laughs> you know, the size of a, a freaking Kmart store. And you saw, like, two masks out of the whole crowd. Well, when you're packed in that close, nothing's going to help. The mayor of Houston was really complaining about, but then they brought the governor on. He goes, I'm totally against the shutdown. I don't mm-hmm. want to shut down. If people can't behave themselves, then that's on them. It does need, There does need to be some responsibility on the consumer. 10-4. Uh, 101,500 is the official capacity at Daytona. Yeah. After the uh, the restructuring and the resizing of the seats and the removal of some seats. But doesn't say an exact number, but the Daytona 500, one of the greatest races in motorsports all year long, will go on as planned on February 14th. They will have limited capacity. They're working closely with the local officials in Florida to be able to set that number and get information. Daytona500.com slash updates for more information. The weekend of racing the great what, two weeks of racing is now condensed into one week. February 9th, that's going to be a Tuesday, will be the annual Bush Clash. Then on Wednesday will be... Which is going to be run on the road course. Right. At Daytona with new rules for qualifying. If you won a stage in 2020, you get to enter that race. Uh, That will be, like like, uh, Dirk said, on the road course, and it will be under the lights. The next day will be Daytona 500 qualifying, presented by Kroger. Then Thursday, February 11th. Why are the they qualifying at Daytona? at Daytona and nowhere else? I have no idea. <laughs> exactly. I have no idea. <laughs> they don't either. <laughs> it's, just some, it's so funny because there's some things that old habit 
dies hard. And despite the fact that we haven't qualified since March, I mean, that was the, what was it, the auto club race when, when everything started getting shut down? <clears throat> auto club or a week after, I don't yeah. remember. Uh, but they're going to be qualifying on Wednesday, February 10th, and then Thursday, February 11th, dual at Daytona, qualifying races Friday the 12th, the next year Energy 250 NASCAR. You got to answer this for me because this is going to be a little bit sidetracked, but who is the title sponsor for the truck series? The title uh, title sponsor is um, Gander Truck Gander Outdoor <laughs> Truck Series. There we go. Yeah. Okay. So explain to me. I, this is literally. I'm asking you this question, and I have no answer to this. I go to NASCAR's official website, and it is the Gander Outdoor Truck Series. Knoxville announced that they were having the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series at their venue on July 9th. And the entire article kept saying Camping World Truck Series, Camping World Truck Series. Now, Jayski says that on Friday, February 12th, the next era Energy 250 NASCAR Camping World Truck Series race will be at Daytona. Well, maybe Camping World's coming back. They own Gander. Do they really? Yeah. That's so cute. I mean, this is... Okay. This is the reason why I hate entitlement sponsorships is because it gets confusing. Is it the Xfinity series? Is it the Nationwide series? Is it the Bush series? Is it the Monster Energy Truck series? Is it the Nextel series? What is it? You know what? It's the Cup series <laughs> with five premium sponsors. Oh, I learned I learned to call it the Cup series back when they switched from right. uh, uh, Winston to Nextel. Yeah. Because yeah. we had like a swear jar in the trailer when you were an official, <laughs> and if you said Winston, <laughs> you had to you had to throw a buck in the jar. I've had to donate to the cuss jar in our sales office. I'll bet because you do. I keep calling it CD one hundred five nine, my one of my favorite radio stations. And back in, gosh, was it March, April, May? We flipped it. To, we we changed the name, same format. We just changed the name to Classic Rock, and I keep getting a cuss jar. It was before that because we were still in the office, and I kept having to drop dollars in there. And now they have a running tally on a messenger group that we're all involved in. Dan owes this amount of dollars next time he goes into the office. You're going to have to cash in your stock or something. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, that's the uh, Camping World Truck Series race on Friday. Then Saturday is going to be the Xfinity Series. It's the NASCAR Racing Experience. Xfinity Series and Lucas Oil 200 driven by General Tire Arkham Menards doubleheader race. So the Xfinity Series and the Arca Series are running a doubleheader on Saturday. And then on Sunday, February 14th, it's the NASCAR Cup Series at Daytona. So Valentine's Day. Yes. It's, I can't wait for Fox to have such great coverage of that race and talking about all the lovey-dovey action that's going to go on. Just throw up now. Uh, <laughs> Biohaven Bio Pharmaceuticals. Maybe Danica's coming back to race with Ricky. <laughs> they He's going to have a two, two-seater two cup car. <laughs> Ricky moved on. Ricky's got a new girl. Biohaven Pharmaceuticals is serving as full-time sponsor of Rick Ware. Rick Ware. I still have trouble with that. Rick Wick, Ware Wick Racing. Racing. <laughs> Sound like one button. Oh, wow. Good call, oh. I? I'm working on an interview with those people, too, by oh, the way. Geez. So I shouldn't make fun of him? You better... <laughs> with rick ware racing or ward burton you better beep that out i did i'll, oh, okay. I'll mark it <laughs> i got it all right so biopharmaceuticals is sponsoring rick ware racing in the number 51 for a full season that's great to hear great news coming out of those guys it's always great when they get a full-time sponsor well, on board well yeah especially a small team a small team like that where mm-hmm. they you know 
they'll go through 18, 20 sponsors in a season, yeah. you know. But whatever Rick's doing, whatever his business model is, he ought to, he ought to franchise that bad boy. <laughs> I'm serious. He's up to several teams now. He's got Xfinity cars. He's got that uh, Grand Am car. Um, he's well, branched and, out into Indy cars. You know, it's like we talked about. When it comes to the Cup Series, if you can get a charter, it's worth having more than one car because you've got – I mean, what? I, I, the well, you got to have a charter for each car, right? You know? Well, I mean, you could have, you could bring three cars to the track every weekend and only have a charter for one of them. The other two are probably going to qualify, right? Yeah, as of now, yeah, right. Uh, but the charter makes the numbers work a lot better. But my point is that when you have one car and you're able to add a second car, the second car is not double the price. It's it's like 40-50% of what it would cost to bring that one car because you can put both cars on the same hauler. You can have both teams pit. You can have you can utilize the equipment for one car as a double team. Yes and no. A lot of that stuff you're not going to bring two cars, two teams on one hauler. That's not going to happen. You're going to have at least a, at least one backup car for the two teams. Mm. But you can bring the second team and just, you know, like you said, you, you only need, you know, one set of mechanics, one, one pit crew. Mm-hmm. You can just bring the second car down in a, you know, little enclosed trailer. And if Rick know? Ware Racing ever wants to add a, another team and they need somebody to be a tire changer, I'm looking for a weekend job. Yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm not. I work at I-80 and Eagle. <laughs> I'll, I'll do a Sunday job. I mean, why not? I'll fly into the racetrack. I'll, I'll do a tire changer. Not the guy that goes over the wall. You I know can't which jump way the lug the nuts anymore. go? <laughs> they go or, or are you wait until next year when they just have one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they go this way. Vroom, and then when you take them off, they go this way. Vroom. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Johnson wins National Motorsports Press Association Meyer Brothers Award. Jimmy Johnson on his final year. Is <laughs> Obviously a has nothing to do with wins. Yeah. <laughs> I would say I would say it's a it's like an achievement award. <laughs> I haven't read into it too much. I just I wanted to give Jimmy some credit. I mean, he's obviously a, a past champion, but he didn't have a lot to be excited about this year, other than uh, retiring and, and getting away from full time driving. Um, let's go back to the local racing just a little bit. Did you see that Iowa Speedway is actually having a stock car race? No, I did not see that. They have an ARCA race. It's in July. I don't remember the specific weekend, but I'm sure they're probably going to be on with IRL or something, is my guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, ARCA's uh, NASCAR series, right? NASCAR bought it years ago? NASCAR bought it, well, two years ago, but it is now part of NASCAR. I'm just glad that the track's got something going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's... uh, uh, You know, and and people like Bob and Lori will go. Oh, yeah. If I got an open weekend, I'll go. I love that track. Open weekend. Give me a break. I know. I mean, if I have an open weekend, I mean, the truth is, if I have an open weekend, I'm probably going to be sleeping or getting caught up because I'm always way behind. But anyways. Maybe mowing the yard. Our buddies over at Spire Motorsports have locked up a very talented driver. I'm excited about this. I know you are, too, because you're a big fan of Corey LaJoy. Corey is going to be sitting behind the number seven for Spire Motorsports as a full-time ride in 2021. The problem is I don't think that's any better ride, if as good, as what he got out of. I think Corey's a talented driver, and uh, it would be nice. Uh, I didn't read if they have any kind of a technical alliance with anybody. I didn't read the article. I just saw the headline and was like, yeah, well, I, you know, and, and maybe there was more money in it for him. You know, maybe Spire thinks that's a, a step up, you know, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I don't know, but I, I don't think Spire's a top-tier team not right yet. now. No, and, not yet. And this is like their first year with the seven car, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. First full-time year, yeah. I think they raced a little bit here and there over the last year or two. Well, yeah, but they haven't used the seven car. I think that's a second car because they came up with that uh, that second uh, charter. I was thinking they had the 77 or 78 car or something. They've been running part-time now for two years. Uh, the 78 is going to be... The uh, new team that we that I announced last week, which was between BJ McLeod and Matt Tift, they're going to have the seventy eight, okay. and they've got a technical alliance with Stuart Haas, right? So it's going to be Ford's Spire. So seventy seven for Spire Motorsports. Okay, uh, they had a litany of drivers in twenty twenty: Ross Chastain, Reed Sorensen, JJ Yaley, Garrett Smithley, BJ McLeod, James Davison, Josh Balicki, Justin Haley, and Stanton Barrett all drove that seventy seven car in 2020. 2020. <laughs> I said that weird. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I was getting well. Yeah. It fits. Yep, it does. That's true. That's very true. So, anyways, I think it will be an upgrade for them to have one driver rather than a litany of drivers and trying to get the cars ready to go for the different driving styles. And well, they're, they're, who knows what's going to be in the seventy-seven? Mm. The seven is going to the be seven is full time with Corey LaJoy. So good news for him. Great deal for those guys. They're going to be driving Chevys, and they're going to be in the number seven car. They'll be kicking things off at the Daytona 500 on February 14th, as previously talked about. Hall of Famer Ken Squires. We continue to get updates on Ken. On Monday, Dave Moody sent out another tweet. says, Ken is rusting, working his physical therapies, and chatting with close friends and family on the phone as his strength allows. Ken asked for an update on the top cup teams in their 2021 drivers, which was a great sign. So Ken Squires, who has been suffering from COVID-19, excuse me, has been uh, fighting COVID-19, looks everything looks to be on the uh, the mend and everything on the up and up. Yeah, I had a friend just get out of the hospital after two weeks of COVID, a uh, year older than I am. And uh, it started out when he was diagnosed, he was just staying at home. And after like three or four days, nothing improved. I mean, yeah. 103 type temperature thing. So they stuck him in the hospital. He was there for two weeks and um, recently retired. So it's like, welcome to retirement world, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, um, he's going and uh, um, he posted on his Facebook page. It's going to be uh, uh, over a month before his doctor says he's going to feel like anything close to what he felt to before he got sick. Hmm. So. Uh, locally, someone that's battling COVID-19, Shaley Bade's dad, Butch Bade. Uh, has been for a month. We talked about him. Uh, he had cancer a few years ago. He was able to uh, follow the treatment regimen and able to beat it back, but unfortunately has come down with COVID-19. I talked to Shaley earlier this week. I actually talked to her on Monday night on Messenger, and I, I felt terrible saying this. I said, hey, what's going on with your dad? I keep seeing you post pictures of him. She said, unfortunately, he's fighting COVID-19, and the doctors gave him a 1% chance of coming home. Well, and that's because of the compromised immune system, I'm sure, from all the cancer treatments. So uh, please say some thoughts and prayers for the Bade family. Uh, Butch has been an amazing contributor to dirt racing, put out three daughters that uh, have all raced and have contributed to the dirt racing community. Butch is a great guy. I've always meant to have him on the show, but I've never gotten around to it. And now we sit here and hopefully that 1% chance begins to skyrocket and he's able to come home and we can finally get him on the show because I'd love to talk to him about being a father of daughter racers. I mean, it's, it's I, I think it's one thing when, when you strap your 
your son in a goat cart and you say go out and, and race, but as a father of a daughter, I would be way more protective of that daughter. Like, I'm pretty sure I would run out there and rip the helmet off any little boy that touched my daughter's cart. I don't care if he was rubbing or was racing. I'm ripping that damn helmet. I'm going to beat the living bejesus out of that boy. Don't touch my daughter's cart, which is why I shouldn't be the father of a daughter. <laughs> Which is why you better get some muscles there, boy. Hey, if I'm beating up a little seven-year-old, I would hope I would have enough muscles. Yeah. Just hope it don't get into the spot where he says, well, my dad's bigger than your dad. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why you beat up the kid and then take off running, and you, you best be running fast enough to get away from the father. But anyways, so uh, our thoughts and prayers go out with the Bade family. They're dealing with a tough time right now, and hopefully Butch can fight through this. Please send uh, your thoughts and prayers over to Shaley's uh, racing page. That way she can convey the messages on to her dad, and he can get those. Even if uh, if he's not able to hear, he can feel that positive vibes. And I, I'm a I'm a strong believer in that positive vibes. You bring in positive emotions, positive vibes, positive thinking, good things are going to happen. So let's uh, send those prayers. Let's send those thoughts out to the Bade family as uh, as they're battling, uh, as their dad Butch is battling with COVID nineteen. That's going to do it for us in turn number one. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Bo Sanders is going to join us in turn number two and talk about his Ottawa Dragway Track Championship. Then in turn number three, Don Freeze showed up on time. You'll know more about that in turn number three when we talk to Don Freeze and the joke behind that. Uh, my, you know my favorite thing? I should have talked about this last week on the show, but my favorite thing about doing those interviews wasn't Gary kind of sitting back there like a PR person listening to everything the drivers are saying? Like, Nodding just, his head yes, shaking his head no. That was a great night at Quaker Steak. And by the way, you could join us tomorrow night at Quaker Steak and Lubbers. We're doing the Eagle Raceway Track Champions interviews. Monday night, December 7th. Coming at you starting at uh, 6 o'clock. Yeah, we'll start at 6. Well, it depends what time they can get there. Right. So 6, uh, 6.30. We start scheduling interviews at 6 whenever the drivers start showing up. There'll be a schedule of events on our Facebook page. We'll get more information about that coming up in turn number 4. Get there at 6. You might get to watch us eat. Hey, that's always fun. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a break. We'll come back in turn number 2. Bo Sanders, just around the corner.